This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. Welcome back to our second hour for this uh... Uh, uh, Sunday morning. Happy Father's Day, by the way, if that's an appropriate greeting, as I have mentioned a time or two. If that's not an appropriate greeting for you, find somebody for whom it is and say, Happy Father's Day. That would be uh, very appropriate. So there you go. Our phone number, we have a couple of open lines, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We'll be going to Robert in McKinney in just a moment. He has a sweet gum question. And uh, I'm going to try my best to help Robert. Um, it's uh, I love sweet gums. Uh, and we'll see how that works out. A um, couple of things relative to the, uh, the uh, holly that uh, Linda was her name. Eagleston Holly. Linda in North Dallas was asking about. I just I made it my policy when I started doing this program 450,000 calls ago to be honest, not to go out of my way, to be hurtful to people, uh, to places that sell things, but to be honest, if somebody says I have such and such a plant or a product and, and that this is what I've bought and have used, if it isn't something that's going to work, to, to say I don't think that's a good plan. And I wish some of these hollies would do really well in our Area. I wish that the Japanese hollies, uh, Ilex uh, crinata, crinata, not cornuta, they do. That's the Chinese hollies. But the Japanese hollies just don't do well. And the American holly hybrids, Ilex opaca hybrids, um, and and the other hybrids like Savannah hollies and and uh, uh, East Palatka and the others, just don't do well in our alkaline soils. They'll hang on for a while because they have this great big soil ball when you buy them, and, and they then tentatively send roots out into the black clay soil. And so after five or eight years, they begin to turn yellow or lighter green, and we compensate by fertilizing them more and saying, well, I'll put a little iron on it. I think I'll boost it up, and, and it does. And so we're encouraged, and so we put a little more iron on it the next year. But they eventually just kind of run out of steam. And if we've worked up the soil really well with a lot of organic matter when we planted these, that breaks down. Organic matter, if you think about compost, it breaks down uh, and, and turns back into the black clay soil we started with. doesn't turn into it, but it, it disappears, and, and the black clay is there. It, it doesn't go anywhere. And so that's why I don't want to give people too much false encouragement. So anyway, today's SPCA of Texas dog is Zeke. Zeke is a seven-year-old pit bull mix looking for a forever home. At, uh, he is currently at the SPCA of Texas. Zeke weighs 72 pounds. He is a larger guy. It's a black coat except for a little bit of white on his underside and on his nose. He's lovable as he can be. He has the friendliest grin on his face uh, every time he has a, a good time. Fun is something this dog is willing to invest a lot of time into. He uh, is quite a wiggler. He has the happiest prance imaginable when you get him out into the play yard. Zeke also likes to chill out on couches and catch uh, catch up on the latest TV shows. So even though he weighs the 72 pounds, he's a couch potato. He gets along very well with other dogs. He seems to be a good fit for kids as well. So bring your entire family down to the shelter to meet him. Now, he is—he came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray from Ellis County and would much rather not go out on his own again. Of course, they're not going to put him out on his own. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Zeke has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so a prior appointment will be necessary to meet him. The easiest way to do this is to find this profile at spca.org dogs, click on the Make an Appointment button, and Zeke's team will set everything up from there. Z-E-K-E, Zeke. 
Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is Zeke, and uh, hope we can get him adopted. I have some great news for you from Baylor, Scott and White Health, who sponsored this entire hour and have done so since 2005. They have made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you want it, like right now or later tonight, even on weekends like this when allergies start acting up or while you're out in the garden. When you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature, the best part is you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need. So you can stay focused on doing whatever you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408. Text BETTER to 88408 to download My BSW Health today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor, Scott and White Health. My BSW Health. Text better to 88408. Baylor, Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, we go back to Robert now, finally, in McKinney. Robert, this is Neil. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, and happy Father's Day, if happy appropriate. Happy Father's Thank you very much. <laughs> and um, well, so I have a sweet gum that's about 17 years old, planted as a sapling, <clears throat> and I uh, was doing pretty well for the first few years, and <clears throat> I probably, I probably uh, delayed trying to do something about it for many years, but I've tried. Uh, it's getting a black spot on the leaves every spring and leaves, losing leaves, curling up and dying, uh, then branches are are drying. Some of the the smaller branches were dying. Now some larger ones are, mm-hmm. and it's a very light green in color in the in the spring. Never really turns dark green. Parts of it do, but uh, turn green and look really healthy. And other parts are just uh, dying away. And uh, I've tried iron. I've tried um, the uh, Bayer uh, tree revitalization, and I've tried um, fertilizers and to no avail. It is iron, Robert. Uh, unfortunately, and I said to Mike, my producer, uh, as we went into the newscast, I said, Robert's going to get the same answer that uh, the lady with the, the uh, holly had. Um, it's more visible on sweet gums. I planted 10 sweet gums to line my driveway, and about five years later, I took them all out. I learned the hard way. I'm one of you. <laughs> so, And we live outside McKinney. My wife's on school board here in McKinney. So I, wow. I, I feel your pain. Um, there are, um, what is Ranch Country Club on? Is that is that Ridge? I think that's at the intersection of Ridge, isn't it? Uh, that uh, intersection, the northeast corner of that intersection, there were some beautiful sweet gums. I took photos of those. They were gorgeous in the fall. And I went back three or four years later to take more photos, and they looked so much worse. It just happens. Mm-hmm. The, the the tree is a lovely species for East Texas, 50 miles east of us. But in our area, they just, after a few years, play out of decent soil, and they don't like the alkaline soil. And so mm-hmm. that's why you don't see them very often looking really good for very long. And right. even even more than her holly, I'll... I'll with a psychological arm around your shoulder, I'll say I, I don't think it's a good idea to try to save it because, or save them, I don't know how many you have, but um, because the iron just gets worse and worse as the tree gets bigger and bigger. You're, you're feeding a, a monster problem. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love, I love, I mean, you know, coming from Kansas, so we had some sweet gums, so I wanted They're to beautiful, aren't they? It's our yeah, it's our chance at fall color here. That's the problem. the The sad part is that that has nice fall color, and it's it's a, a bad tree for our area. The ornamental pears, Bradford pears, have beautiful fall color, and they're sorry trees because they split and and they're invasive, and so they're out. And Chinese tallow is pretty, but it freezes, and ah, so we. 
know, Schumard Red Oak is probably one of your your best options, but it's big mm. compared to your sweet gum. So, right. I'm I'm uh, just a prophet of doom this morning for you. So have a great yeah. day. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, um, I have one more tree. I have a I think it's a a blue mountain cedar. I'm not positive. Blue atlas cedar. All, I believe. I don't know exactly what variety it was. It was planted before I moved in. Uh, mm-hmm. 18 years ago, but it's, um, and it was very small at the time and grew up and was looking, you know, it's looking very sparse. The leaves, uh, the needles are somewhat sparse and uh, a lot of branch and not a lot of green. So um, is there anything I can do about that? Well, that is kind of the nature of that plant. It It is kind of an erratic grower uh, when it's healthy, when it's brand new. And they are out of the the Atlas uh, Mountains. I think that may be in Libya. I'm not sure where it is. It's in northern Africa. And uh, they're from an arid, uh, probably colder area because of elevation, I, I guess. I don't know. But uh, you'll see them occasionally, and they do fairly well for us. Um, I don't know how well they, they do in the extreme cold like we had in February of 2021. Did it get worse after that? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem to be any worse. Yeah, never, never um, got it great. Gone a little bit more. Yeah, but yeah, never got great. No, you you don't see them in landscapes looking spectacular for long periods of time. Uh, I've never grown one personally. I've I've observed them in in landscapes, and they're very pretty. And and I've seen them uh, hang on for a good while and and not go downhill. So uh, I don't think it's a, a plant that is is just determined to die but i don't think they're particularly easy and they're certainly not anything that's going to grow and and get bigger and bigger and bigger in our area um if it's not thriving for you there probably is a time when you'll say i think i'm gonna put something else in that will be happier in that area and if it's been there 18 years from prior to your owning the house and you're not satisfied it's probably time to remodel i'm taking several things out in my landscape that i planted um, and I've looked at them for as long as I care to look at them because they, in fact, I've already taken them out, some dwarf Chinese hollies that just I looked at for three years thinking, do I prune them and try to reshape them or do I just take them out? And I opted for the latter. You get to that point that a remodel of the landscape is better than a repair. Hmm. I don't know on okay. the Blue Atlas. I'll bet it's a Blue Atlas cedar. You don't see them very often. Think about how many you could drive up and show somebody, not many. I haven't seen very many at all. No, no, no. You normally will see them. Uh, I don't know if they're still at the Dallas Arboretum. There were some there. There are some at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden yeah. uh, in commercial landscapes. You don't see them very often in home landscapes because they're so expensive. They look great there, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. And and uh, But I, like I say, I haven't looked at them for a couple of years to see if they're still hanging in. I hope I helped. You waited a long time, and I'm so sorry on the sweet gum. I, I wish I had a, a great solution because I like that tree, and I recommended it for five or six years. I, I will never forget Otis Lowe, the county agent in Rockwell County, who just kept saying, Neil, you need to back off that tree. And uh, mm-hmm. Otis was was wise and, and uh, much, much older than I was and much wiser than I was, and so I finally heard him. I listened, and uh, so for... 40 years I've been saying, I don't think we better be planting these. So well, anyway. Maybe try the red oak then. Well, yeah, it's, it's a much larger tree, but, but it's a sensational tree uh, 52 weeks out of the year. So it, you'll, you'll be served well by it. There are other, what, there are other the sources variety? of fall color. I'm sorry? What was the variety of red oak? Uh, there, there isn't. And they will vary from one year to the next as to how good the fall color is. Some years are stunning and some are Okay. We, we, okay, we're just good. not we're not an area for fall color. Kansas is good. Yep. Uh, New England is fabulous. <laughs> right. So, anyway, All right. Good luck. Well, Thanks thank, for calling. Thank you Appreciate very much. Appreciate thank it. you, sir. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Brian and Mansfield, a bush for the west side of the house to break up foliage, orange or white. That's going to be interesting. We'll find out what he wants. Don in Eastland has an Oklahoma red bud that has has. Uh, has, has checked out. It's in the compost pile, so we'll see if we can help him. All right, let me see what I have here. I have my, my own book to talk about, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And um, so let me uh, 
just see what I can tell you that is a little different. There are there are uh, more than 25 multi-page charts in the book. Let me describe one of those charts. We have, uh, in years past, I did a series of four posters, the 100 best trees, shrubs, vines, and ground covers for Texas, and uh, the 100 best annuals, the 120 best perennials, and all of the known crepe myrtle varieties. Well, I worked hard enough on those posters, and they were $10 each, uh, and and we still sell them at ten dollars each, but you can get we with great pain and agony we figured a way to get them into the book as charts in the book. My wife and I spent several days on each one of them, getting them transcribed into the book, and there they are. So you have the one hundred best annuals. And it's a chart that tells everything about those annuals, their height, their width, the, the, the months in which they're colorful, uh, where in Texas they're best adapted, uh, what colors they come in, sun or shade, growth form, all of that. Same for perennials and uh, for trees and shrubs and all of that. And then all of the crepe myrtle varieties. And, you know, crepe myrtles range in mature height from 2 to 32 feet and all those different colors, and which are the best for Texas. So all of that is in the book. book is thirty six ninety five, or you can buy the four posters for $40. <laughs> but you also, if you buy the book, you get, what, uh, 330 other pages of good information. It's 11 chapters covering every aspect of outdoor landscaping, lawns, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, the whole works, 840 photographs, it's a hardback printed on high-quality paper with a 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden for every county in Texas. All of that, plus all that information on those, those uh, uh, posters, plus 21 other multi-page charts, all that information for $36.95 satisfaction guaranteed. That's a lot of information, and you are... I think going to like it very much. Two ways you can buy it. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. I wanted to sign every copy, so they're in my garage, frankly. So you either call my office Monday through Friday business hours at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or you order it right now on my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, just $36.95. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Well, I hope you'll come join us at our church. That's our church. I'm happy to donate that uh, mention and invite you. There'll be a service at 10.05 and that one live streams at sharingtheheart.org and then at 11.10 this morning as well. That's one that our family is able to attend. There also are services at 8 and 9, but you kind of missed those, didn't you? And uh, Tommy will have a a very special Father's Day message today, I'm sure. And uh, we also have uh, a, a congregation in Melissa that we helped start. It's now freestanding. And we have contemporary services as well at uh, First United Methodist Church of McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Advanced Foundation Repair. I say that dramatically because I want you to remember the name. People ask me as much as any other company I have on the air, uh, who is that sponsor you have that does foundation repair? It's Advanced Foundation Repair. They lead their industry. They have brought their industry into the 21st century, and uh, they did it back in the 20th century. They have led their industry. First ever to give a lifetime warranty on their work and to make it transferable from owner to owner to owner. They have patented several of their processes and uh, they will do the job right the first time and guarantee it. That's what that's all about. They come out to your home and do a free home inspection of your foundation 
and of the slab. And if they detect any kind of a problem, they'll show you what it is, where it is, and how bad it is, and what it will cost to fix it. And uh, there is no pressure on you to sign anything while they're there. If you decide that you want them to do the work, then they'll get right about the business of doing it. And uh, uh, then uh, that's when the guarantee, after they do the work, they're very careful about their work. They get it done. And uh, when the foundation slab is is repaired, then they will uh, give you that warranty. And uh, you're all fixed. Your house is made whole once again. And we had them uh, repair our foundation at our home. And, uh, folks, I'll tell you, they do their job really well. It's advanced foundation repair. This black clay soil on which our homes are built is just dreadful. And uh, all of our homes are subject to some kind of problem eventually, unless uh, there are deep piers put in as the slab is poured. Advanced foundation repair. Call them. 214-333-0003. It's foundation repairs. Dot com on the web advanced foundation repair 214-333-0003 baylor scott and white health now offers virtual care anytime like right now or later today or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you just text better b-e-t-t-e-r to 88408 to download the my bsw health app today and now back to neil all right, Stuby, we go to Brian in Mansfield. Brian, this is Neil. How can I help you with that shrub now? Tell me what you need. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Hey, I, I, okay, here's my setting. i got a front yard about 35 feet by 35 feet, the, the grass and flower bed faces west. Uh, i got a three-foot-deep flower bed off the curb. I've got tropical giant spider lilies, gara, coneflowers. Then i got grass, and then I've got my the bed I'm talking about. I have all different cannas, the tropical giant spider lilies. Uh, so I got the, all the different foliages. But I planted three mystic spiders blue salvias, not side by side, but they're tapered from the front to the back. But I didn't realize how big these babies can get. <laughs> so uh, there's a kind of a, a boring si- substance there of all the foliage because they get so big. And I'm wanting to remove the mystic spires blue that's in front of a uh, empire oak. And uh, so I'm wanting to go back with a different foliage for it'll break up the the, uh, foliage between the three of the mystic spires blue. And I'm wanting something that's going to be, it's going to be a eye popper. It's right in the center of everything, but it can be a perennial uh, or, you know, an evergreen. But I wanted something to pop, and I thought about a hibiscus, but that area, it's only going to be an area about four feet by four feet, and I want it maybe at the max four feet tall, more like three feet tall with maybe a – I've got all the different colors. i got salmon-colored cannas. i got red and yellow and lantanas and moss rose and ice plants. So it's the, the, the colors are varied. But I want that different one facing west, and I have drip if needed. All right. And you're sure you want more color? You don't want something just dark green, evergreen? Uh, no, shrub. there's too much color there. If I, if it was just evergreen, it would, like, what happened to your color? <laughs> you, uh, okay, I'm not sure I understood the last part of that comment. There's too much color. So a dwarf Burford holly with a good solid dark evergreen color to it and red berries in the winter would would not be good or would be good? Would not be good because there's too much color throughout the whole garden, different colors. So if I planted something just evergreen there, it'd be kind of a... (laughs) So So why don't don't you consider uh, the, uh, if, if you wanted hardy hibiscus, the... Uh, one of the red leaf varieties. There are several of the red leaf varieties now that are. Yeah, I've got a midnight marvel and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but those things get huge. They do. All right. Boy, without seeing it, it's kind of hard to cherry pick and put something in the middle without knowing what what all. It's it makes my brain hurt to try to put all that in place. Um, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness! It is newscast. I'm sorry, I didn't realize what time it was. 
Uh, let me think through this newscast. Stay with me. I'll come right back. Let's get this. I'll, I'll be back, and I'll come up with some ideas for you. Stay there. DFW's News Talk Traffic and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. Accumulus Media Station. Trending now. Juneteenth celebrations underway. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Fort Worth, 183 westbound at Eamon Carter remains closed due to an earlier car fire. And in Fort Worth, the off-ramp is closed on 35W northbound to Golden Triangle Boulevard. Your WBAP weather forecast, a heat advisory in effect until 8 p.m. this evening. Today, partly sunny this morning, then clearing. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms, highs in the mid-90s. Tonight, mostly clear with lows in the lower 70s. Right now, it's 78 degrees in Dallas, 80 degrees in Fort Worth. Juneteenth celebrations are happening across the Metroplex. Juneteenth is a federal holiday, and Juneteenth flags are being raised across North Texas and the rest of the country. Five, four, three, two, one, here we go. The day acknowledges when word made it to Galveston that slaves were free two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. But we always have been free in our mind. You never can take freedom from your mind. Dallas City Councilman Tanel Atkins asking Texans to understand their past and celebrate progress with room for even more when it comes to equality. Clayton Neville, WBAP News. Homeless outreach centers across North Texas are working to keep the homeless population cool amid this rising summer heat. Juliana Williams is with Our Calling in Dallas and says the shelter extends its hours during the dangerous heat. We're also, our street outreach teams are visiting more locations. They have uh, beat the heat kits with them, items like sunblock, hats, sunglasses, cold water, making sure they're helping people not get dehydrated, not have heat stroke, things like that. Heat advisory in effect through the weekend. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. All right, Lori, thank you very, very much. And let me uh, get my life in order here and tell you about Mueller right now. They are wonderful. I'm really grateful to have them as an advertiser. And I want to tell you about them right now because if you're thinking about quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing, you're probably thinking about Mueller. That name uh, is uh, a very familiar name to you in the uh, in the building industry. But the name Mueller means so much more. Uh, it includes in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years, more than 90 years now, standing behind your warranty. It means you get tons of added value like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. I think I spelled it for you already. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can stop by one of their 33 locations and talk to their people firsthand. That's MuellerInc.com, because Mueller means more. Something comes out. All the facts come out all day. Update your day. It keeps you updated on what's going on. News Talk 820 WBAB at 99.5 FM HD2. Arborological Services does the best possible job of tree service of anybody around. Their equipment is the best. Their training is the best. Their employees are the best uh, schooled. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Uh, Steve Hauser, uh, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett are all Texas uh, 
uh, recognized as Texas Arborist of the Year. That is a singular award that's given to one person per year, and three of their people have won it in the 20-some years, 21, 22 years that it's been awarded. So whether you need routine tree maintenance where they stop by every six months or so and check on your trees, uh, whether you need uh, something heroic done for your trees, this is the company to call. Arborological Services. Be careful. There are companies out there trying to impersonate them. Go for the original. Go to my website. They're right there on my website at neilsperry.com. It's Arborological Services. Uh, Go to my newsletter. They're there at eGardens. Give this number a phone call. This will be the right number. It's toll-free anywhere in the Metroplex, 866-552-7267. They serve the Metroplex only. They, this is not a national company. They are strictly local. 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com. They are Arborological Services. News Talk 820, WBAP, FM 99.5 HD2, and WBAP.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. I'm really proud to tell you about one of the product lines that they have, and that is Ego. Ego Power, and uh, I'm going to try my best to do this ad for Ego. I'm not a mechanical kind of a guy, and uh, but I love Ego, and I have several pieces of Ego equipment that I have bought at, uh, well, the sale prices when it comes on sale. I don't ask any special favors. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ego Power Plus, 615 cubic feet a minute, 56-volt battery, handheld leaf blower kits, battery plus charger for $219, but you save $20 more with Ace Rewards and pay only $199. The Ego Power Plus 615 cubic foot blower uh, delivers air speeds of up to 615 cubic feet a minute and 170 miles per hour to power through wet leaves, grass, and other heavy debris. This cordless leaf blower delivers up to 75 minutes of average runtime on a single charge with the included 56 volt. Two and a half ampere hours arc lithium battery. Oh my goodness. This leaf blower features a high efficiency brushless motor that delivers long run times, low vibrations, and an extended motor life. This quiet, lightweight, and compact electric leaf blower gets a job done faster and quieter than gas. Experience power beyond belief without the noise, fuss, or fumes. That's Ego, Ego Power Plus 56 volt. Handheld blowers. Uh, Ace stores. Parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. Ask for Ego Equipment at Ace. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right. And writing a note down here for... My call. I always try to keep a record of all the calls. All right, so we have Brian in Mansfield. Brian, you still there? Yes, sir. All right, and Don in Eastland, you're coming up next. Don't don't give up now. You're right at the finish line here. I'll get to you. Um, I I have done some thinking, as I promised I would do, on uh, some some uh, perennials to mix in with the other perennials that you have. I'm trying to get some things that are in that size range of uh, of three feet tall, three or four feet wide, that would fill that void for you. And, yeah, you made me. You made me think on the hibiscus, and I thought about those. But the the, the dark leaf ones would be ideal. But like I said, the size on those things is there no, any okay. that gets? Okay, yeah. go ahead. I've got I've got several other things to consider that might work for you. Um, and I, I confess, I just got my book open and looked at the perennials, and I thought, well, something will jar out of that batch. And and uh, sure enough, I have two or three things. One that that. Um, would be beautiful would be some of the shrub form lantanas they would be fabulous and you didn't mention having any lantanas yeah i've got plenty of those all right and, and yellow <laughs> well but they're also available the variety confetti gets the size you're looking for and it's in pink and orange and okay. it would be would be pretty um 
only because it has been in bloom at our church now for four weeks, Goldstrom Gloriosa Daisies. They'll finish up in the next week or two, but they would give you nice color each year for uh, probably six weeks. Uh, so that's a possibility. If you want something smaller than, than hardy hibiscus, uh, but out of the same group, Pavonia, Rock Rose, is nice. It's not as flashy as your hardy hibiscus, but it's a very it dependable perennial. Beg your pardon? What's it called? Pavonia, P-A-V-O-N-I-A. It's a little shrubby uh, plant. It gets about 30 inches tall, and it has hibiscus-like flowers. It looks just like a hibiscus. Rock mm-hmm. Rose, it's called. Rock Rose. Rock Rose. If you want something really flashy that would be in the size range in our area, it's probably going to be an annual uh, because of the winters. But um, uh, Pride of Barbados would be would be beautiful, and butterflies would love it. Uh, it might make it through once in a while. City of Allen uses it in medians, and it's just gorgeous. It gets about waist high. In central Texas, it will get much taller, and uh, you'll say, well, gosh, Neil's referring me to something that's almost tree-like and, and not here. And the same would be said for Gold Star Esperanza. It's a really good plant, and at the most it would get four feet tall um, and probably won't get that tall. But those are those are ones that came to mind just in, in browsing through my, my list of, of plants that are well accepted and that you had not mentioned. So, Okay. Well, uh, is, there, is there any hibiscus that grows within that height range? Absolutely. The uh, yeah the the trends early on uh, in hibiscus was to get away from the the height and get down to more compact ones. So some of the thirty year old varieties like Disco Bell and some of those that are now kind of old fashioned uh, stay shorter and they'll stay uh, twenty four to thirty inches tall. Disco Bell. Yeah, that's a a, a group uh, a collection of them. You look at some of the varieties that were introduced in the 80s and 90s, and and they, uh, they're they're green. They're not red leafed, but they're right. uh, they're very large flowers, and they stay much shorter. Okay, all right, Neil. I appreciate you. All help. right, thanks for Thank the call you. very much. Good question. Made me made me think a little bit. And it's always good. Let me go to Don in Eastland now. Don, I'm sorry you had to wait so long. How can I help you? Oh, good morning. Good morning. I got a. Oklahoma redbud uh, I've had four or five years, and the first year was in there. The local buck decided it was a good place to rub his antlers. And oh, no. Pretty pretty much skinned the bark off of one side of it. Oh. And it struggled and struggled and struggled until this last winter, I guess, all the heat and everything. It gave up. But it's got a dozen or more shoots coming out around the root. And my girlfriend says, take, pick one and cut the rest away. And I'm kind of thinking, let's leave it bushy and see what happens. What do you think? Well, if, if you want an Oklahoma red bud, uh, neither of you is correct because that will be the rootstock. It's a grafted variety and uh, you'll have something else. Um, if you, if you don't mind, I mean, you'll have a red bud, but it won't be the, the, shiny leafed burgundy flower red bud um, all right that's uh, something let and, me ask you is the leaves that are on these shoots are about four inches in diameter as opposed to uh, the smaller shiny ones on the red bud up in the front yard is that what i'm getting is something more native or original plant i don't know what they use as the rootstock for oklahoma uh, I would think it would be Cercis canadensis, the eastern red bud. And uh, uh, so I would think you'd just get the, the wild one that you see out in the woods. But they vary a lot. You know from looking at native red buds that they may be light pink. They may be a, a darker pink. I don't remember. I, I don't, I've never paid attention to what comes back. Most people take them out uh, when they <laughs> die back like that. And so I don't know what the, the rootstock is. You'll, you'll find yeah, out soon right. enough, and you can make that decision in a year or two yeah. when it starts to bloom. I would probably, right. you need to decide whether you want a single trunk or whether you want a multi-trunk. I would not leave more than three trunks. Uh, if you if you decide to leave it as a clump, I'd leave uh, either three. I guess you could leave as many as five, but I'd leave three or one, an odd number for sure. All right, well, I'll wait till it goes into dormancy this fall, and Maybe trim it back a little. 
Yeah, you don't have to wait. You can do it. You can do it anytime you want to. If they're strong enough to stand on their own, you can take some of them off anyway. And let's say that you want three. Maybe take all but five or seven off, and and then you can thin the number down later. That's what we do with crepe myrtles that we're trying to retrain. All right. All right. Thank you, Don. All Good right. luck with it. Sorry that happened. All That's right. too bad. No you bet. All right. Uh, we are going to have a blue bonnet question in just a moment, and I have a couple of open lines. If you'd like to call, I'll have time for you at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, my book, and it answers a lot of the questions that you ask. One of the questions that will almost always answer is, Neil, when should I do such and such? That's the purpose of Chapter 2. That's the calendar, 48 pages. Now, this is not a wall calendar you hang on the wall and make your appointments on. This is a calendar that uh, just tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray, protect all the plants that you're growing in your Texas landscape and garden. And this part I had to be very careful in writing because it needed to apply to Beaumont and Corpus Christi and Amarillo and El Paso and Texarkana all at the same time. So I had to make notations if it uh, varied, if something varied in those uh, various areas of Texas, and it does. Uh, So it's written for every county in the state of Texas. I think you'll find it very, very useful. The calendar alone, Chapter 2, should pay for the book. It's only $36.95. If I can save you one or two mistakes, like planting a tree that is not adapted to the alkaline soil, and you're in the alkaline soil, then I've paid for the book right there in the cost of that tree or shrub or whatever. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I'll help you find the best plants and care for them in the best ways. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening. Chapter 2 is that calendar. Chapters 3 through 11, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in there. I've worked a year to write this book, 840 of my photographs and 344 pages, and only 36.95 as I mentioned. That's a sale price that won't go on forever. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll give you a full refund. 79,000 sold so far. No requests for refunds. Uh, the, the ways that you can order it, it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You need to call my office. Monday through Friday, uh, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments, you need beautiful plantation-style shutters, and if that's the case, I have a name for you. It's Sunburst Shutters. Sunburst, like a new day dawning. You're going to think a new day has dawned at your home, although you won't be able to see the sunshine because these are so light-tight. They're wonderful. The the fact that they're light-tight means they're also energy-conserving. They fit snugly. They're made of polywood, which is a man-made material. They are energy efficient. They also won't crack or warp or split or peel. They're color fast, white or off-white. They're plantation style shutters, which means large louvers, two and a half or three and a half or four and a half inch louvers. The larger the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them up so you have a clearer vision out into your backyard or across the the golf course, whatever it is. You don't have to live on a golf course to have sunburst shutters. We don't live on a golf course. We have sunburst shutters. We've had them for 13 years. I paid regular price for these. I ask for no special favors. We love ours. As I mentioned last hour, I I was shutting hours last night, and I realized once again, these operate so easily, even after 13 years. 
You let them bring samples out to your home and you'll see why we got so excited and you will too. They're custom fit to every opening in your home. That's why they are so precise. Sunburst shutters also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. Nice people. Really nice people. A great product. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Neil's Prairie's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes out Thursday evenings right at 6 p.m. from my computer directly to your email. People stand by waiting for it, and I hope you will too. I hope you give it a try. You will find that it will help you enjoy gardening, and uh, you will uh, find it to be very useful. Uh, one of the features always is a featured plant of the week, and that will be something that is very timely for that weekend. You'll also find gardening this weekend where I point out the most important things to get done in the ensuing three or four days and also answers to your gardening questions. That's something we've just brought aboard in the, in the uh, recent uh, months uh, where I answer 10 or 12 uh, gardening questions that people have sent in. So that's uh, what eGardens is all about. A couple of other stories each week. Take a look at the most recent issue where you also sign up for it, and that's at my website. Oh, and by the way, I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. You knew I wouldn't do that, and I won't spam you either. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you very, very much, Stuby, and thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health. They have meant so much to our family. Hope you'll... Uh, Hope you'll let them know you appreciate the sponsorship. Let's go to Brett at Lake Weatherford. Brett, this is Neil. Good morning. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for calling. I always appreciate you, Neil. Hey, I've got some blue bonnets that I plant up by my by the road, by the asphalt road, so it gets pretty hot up there. And I water that St. Augustine, you know, pretty much year-round. But should I back off on watering it uh, when, the, when the seeds are germinating, say, in October, November, should I let that area dry out more? Because it just doesn't seem like I'm getting the prolification. I'm getting as many plants as I used to. And they all seed out and pot out and everything. I just, I just think it should be a lot more vigorous up there. What are your thoughts? All right. Let me make sure I didn't miss something. You have them growing with St. Augustine? Yes, sir, I do. They're just in the grass. Uh-huh. How do they coexist this time of year where you're trying to get the seed to ripen while the St. Augustine's getting taller and taller? Well, I just I don't I don't cut the grass at all. I let the I let the bluebonnets just take over and then after they they seed out and everything, I'll go up there with a weed eater and kind of knock it down and then I start wow. mowing it later. Okay. Like midsummer. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. What's the St. Augustine look like by then? Is it pretty sparse? Yes. No, it's not. It, it comes on pretty prolific, you know. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, blue bonnets need the moisture to establish and grow. They do not do well in, in areas that have turf. Um, it, I don't know that I've ever seen them grow well with St. Augustine. I, I, I can't think of a time that I've ever seen them do well with St. Augustine. Uh, but if you think about out in nature, uh, 
you don't see blue bonnets growing in areas that have Bermuda grass. Uh, Absolutely they, they not. They just don't no. get along well. They they grow on this godforsaken hillside where nothing else is growing. You know, they're, everything yeah, sure. is eroded, and you have caliche or whatever. And uh, and there are the blue bonnets, and and uh, so I'm surprised that they're uh, able to hold their own. That may be why they're they're shrinking in their uh, in their numbers. That would be all I could figure. And would the moisture though on the seeds would that inhibit inhibit them from germinating? Would I, if I had too much moisture up there? No, no. What would okay. what would inhibit their growing? And their well, you'll be able to see if they're germinating. What would inhibit their germinating would be if you have a dense stand of Saint Augustine. Saint Augustine okay. is the dominant plant in its neighborhood. If it's healthy and vigorous. It will crowd out Bermuda grass. Oh, my goodness. It crowds out Bermuda. Yes, it does. Um, that's why when you have a, a, a lawn of St. Augustine in town and the neighbor has Bermuda, your St. Augustine will go to the neighbor's uh, sidewalk. And you say, oh, sorry. didn't mean to spill over like that. And uh, Thank so, you, Neil. Beg your pardon? Thank you very much. Well, no, I'm I'm not I'm not finished. I, I was just going to comment, and and so it will also overtake the uh, the blue bonnet seedlings until it gets cooler, uh, and they're going to germinate before it turns cool, before the Saint Augustine quits growing, Brett. So, I I think that's if there's any way to isolate the two and separate them, you'll be you'll be happier in the long run. Do you have any area Absolutely. where you could plant the blue bonnets by themselves? Okay, sure, I can do that. Yes, sir. I think that would work better for you if you have a, an area where you, even if it's a big flower bed uh, that could lay dormant the rest of the year or something like that. Okay, sure. Thank you. You betcha. Thanks for the call very much. All right. I don't know if we were having phone connection problems or what, but anyway, hope that helps. Yeah, the, uh, the wildflowers need to really have need to have their own distinct area. Well, let's see. I don't have time to get more calls screened and on the air. We only have a minute or two. Uh, so uh, a minute, Mike whispers in my ear. Um, a couple of things I want to mention to you. If you have new nursery stock now that and, and plants that you have set out, now that we are going to turn hot and it's going to, the, the rain's going to stop one of these days and you're going to be called on to water your new plants, be very, very careful to water them by hand. I'm, I'm tapping my table. You hear that? That's Neil saying, water your plants. Water them with a hose and a water breaker or a water bubbler on the end of the hose. Do not count on your sprinkler system to water those new plants. If a plant came out of a five-gallon pot, give it five gallons of water every two or three days at 95 or greater temperature. Uh, don't, don't cut that corner or you'll lose those plants, folks. Very, very important message to you. Mike Bass, thank you. Great job today. Your niece is beautiful. Thanks for texting me that photo. Happy gardening, happy Father's Day.